<sighs> Hi. Hi there. So uh, we've got the, uh, the the Dad Pod Blood Feud coming up. It is going to start on Tuesday. It is going to start on Tuesday. So we're recording on this this on May fifteenth. I have no idea when this is going to go live. Yeah, by but, the time uh, that happens, this will have all been done. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, hi, I'm Shane. And I'm Michael. And, and Michael. So Michael is from Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I am from Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of our basketball teams, which is kind of the sport that we. Uh, that kind of follow and pay attention to the most together yeah. uh, is the NBA and uh, Miami and Boston are playing in the Eastern Conference Finals for the second time in three years. Yeah, very different than the last time they played though. Last time was in the bubble. It was weird. Uh, it was. I thought it was an entertaining series. Yeah, like all the games were close. It was. I think Miami and five or six. I can't remember. I thought it was six, but yeah, or maybe it was five actually. Because might have been could, five, but all yeah. the games were like like came down to the last possession. Yeah. Like there was the great sort of bam block of, of Jason Tatum at the room, which yep. was amazing. Um, which uh, I could keep talking about for the next. Oh, you don't need years. to. But this is not an NBA podcast. Surprisingly, not. Mm-mm. This is a, uh, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And uh, so, right off the front, we are covering a recent movie that's still in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk major spoilers. Yep. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange and what is it, the Multiverse of Madness, um, probably stop right now. Definitely. And and uh, you know, go watch that movie. You know, like hit, hit pause. Don't stop. Hit pause. Uh, give us a five star rating. Yes. Go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to what we have to say about it. And, and then tell all your friends to subscribe and like. Yeah. And re rate and resubscribe and you know. If yeah. you want to do the thing where you have like multiple podcast apps on your phone, like if you've got an iPhone, you can go with the podcast app, you can go with Overcast, you can go with Spotify, then don't do Spotify, but yeah. you can do um, uh, Podbean, that's mm-hmm. where we post our stuff, uh, any, any, uh, any of these podcast apps, anywhere where you get podcasts, go ahead and download them all. It doesn't hurt your phone at all. You've got free data, don't worry about it. Yeah. And then just yeah. subscribe to our show on all those formats. And then just turn off your notifications so you don't get notifications that your podcast, that, that things happen on your phone. Turn off notifications on all those things and then just have it download the podcast every time and give us a five-star rating everywhere. The, the one that matters is, I think, Apple, but don't, you know, just, just do multiple things. Yeah. I think that's we're a winning strategy. Yeah, we're not asking too much, are we? Yeah. No. Anyhow. Anyway, so we're going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about... Um, uh, uh, Captain America. I mean, not Captain America. We might talk about Captain America, hmm. but we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange, mom, as like people like to. Mom. Okay, very good. Um, before, how? So, if we were to rate this movie like one to ten, where would you put it? Oh, so I really liked it, uh, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get into as we discuss it. We'll, we'll get into why this is a good, uh, solid, solid seven and a half for me. That's where I thought too, and I. The, the problem that I'm having, and, and maybe we can get into this once we do our synopsis and, and our dad salvation and dad locations, is where did this movie miss? Like, what are the sort of missteps? And uh, just kind of hmm. have yeah. that sort of, you know, fiddling around in your brain as I, I'm going to talk for a while. And I apologize because this is a long synopsis. Because while yeah. this was a shorter entrance into the MCU, it's only, a, it runs at like a crisp two hours. Yes. Um, 
the uh like the, the last spider-man movie was like three hours end game was like 27 hours i think i was i had to like um uh people were getting dialysis in the middle of it there was lots of things going on hmm. but yeah anyway all right are you ready so synopsis ready three two one go a young multiversal traveler, America Chavez, is being pursued by some evil entity and protected by an alternate version of Dr. Strange. This Strange attempts to destroy her by stealing her power to protect the multiverse. He is killed by the evil monster thing, and America is able to flee with, a dead with his dead body to our MCU. She continues to be pursued by the tentacled monster and protected by Dr. Strange and Wong. They defeat the monster and come up with a plan to protect America. Dr. Strange reaches out to Wanda to see if she will help. Turns out the Scarlet Witch, under the influence of the Darkhold, is behind the attempts to kidnap America, steal her power, and access alternate versions of his children. There's a big fight in Comertage. Wanda kicks some sorcerer ass. Dr. Strange escapes with America into a different universe. This universe has a dead Strange, but it has the Illuminati who act as the protectors of the universe. Wanda is able to dream travel into her alternate self and attacks the Illuminati to get to America. She brutally kills the Illuminati members one by one and brings America back to evil Wanda. Strange is sent to another universe where he uses another dark hole to dream travel into another dead body of the other Doctor Strange to fight Wanda. America gets hold of her power and controls it before Wanda can take it, shows her how her alternate children are afraid of this Scarlet Witch and she changes her mind destroying all versions of the Darkhold and presuming herself to profit. America becomes a sorcerer student, Dr. Strange gets a third eye and meets Priya, played by Charlize Theron, and a human appearing being and a maternally related to other dimensional faulting relations and the being. How'd I do? Gosh, 90 seconds, that's terrible. Yeah, it's not bad. And the, last, and the last little bit was really confusing because it was really confusing just to have Charlize Theron. Yeah, she just show shows up. up. Why yeah, not? she just shows up, yeah. yeah. It's like you can't just throw Charlize Theron in your lap. I mean, while I would love that. Yes. Boom. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, you can't just throw Charlie Stone in a movie and not explain it really well. I think that was a misstep. While it'd be awesome to see Charlie Stone, and yeah. I'm glad that she's going to be part of the MCU somehow, maybe going forward. Yeah, and apparently this character, I mean, I had to look her up. This wasn't like one of the top list known characters no. at all. I mean, so. You know, going forward, and I think maybe our next episode is going to be like a, like a what happens next in the MCU, like what ought to happen. Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot that can, like, of the big reveals, huge reveals. So we've got the core X-Men. Yep. We've got the Fantastic Four. We've got a few villains associated with both uh, that need to sort of, uh, you know, come out of the MCU. But we're going to start to, like, get into, hey, Here's Clea, who's a, I'm going to read the quote again, a human appearing being and maternally related to the other dimensional faulting race of energy being. Oh, sure. She's apparently, she's apparently the niece of uh, Dormammu. Yep, it sure something is. Something like that. Um, so you're just like, okay. Why not? <laughs> yeah, not, not exactly uh, <laughs> a, a, a character that's just on the minds of every fan out there. No, 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 no. Now they do. I think he he and uh, her get in, get on, get it on a little bit. Yeah. So they become father or you know husband and wife. But. Yeah, yeah. So plot wise, I guess probably important. But let's be real. Like people, even people who know Doctor Strange, like let's name. I'm sure they all have multiple paramours at a certain point in time because the comics yeah. have lasted so long. Yeah. Okay. Dad's observations. Let's get into it. <laughs> 
Let's go. Uh, is this the grossest MCU? It film definitely today? is. So we've yeah. got we've got exploding heads. We've got like necks breaking. We've got uh, uh, Reed Richards being pulled apart, turned into like spaghetti, like blue yeah, spaghetti. spaghetti, blue spaghetti. Uh, we had Reed Richards in this movie. Let's we talk about that later. Yeah. Um, we have a Captain of Britain, I guess, uh, getting bisected. Yeah, by the shield. That's not great. You know, we get it. We get a Captain Marvel like getting throwing a, a statue on top of her and crushing her skull. Yeah, that that's not great either. It shouldn't happen. She's too strong for that, isn't she? I thought she could just blast it out, but uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one, but um. But yeah, so all this uh, like alternate version of Illuminati, which is kind of their version of the uh, Avengers kind of set up, uh, all get kind of grossly murdered by, by an alternate version of Wanda. Right. Controlled by the true version of or our own. Controlled by our, our Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so this is kind of a horror film. There's lots of jump scares. There's lots of kind of gross things. There's lots of like blood hanging on your face after you know knocking into something yeah well there's um, there's a third eye eyes are gross extra eyes a, are really third, gross our, our eyes are gross um they they kind of dress elizabeth olsen up at the scarlet witch kind of in this alternate universe kind of kind of like the the scary girl from the room yeah remember that totally that was creepy she even does that sort of disarticulation of her body at some point during that creepy oh, there's creepy. the there's a zombie Doctor Strange at the end. There's he... a do- zombie Doctor Strange, which is kind of like, uh, it was a little bit like Two-Face from Batman. A little bit. A little Dark bit of Man. that look. Yeah, a lot, lot of uh, corrosion going on. So that... Yeah. So this is kind of a horror movie in the same way that like uh, The Winter Soldier was a spy movie or Ant-Man has a heist movie. Yep. Or, you know, The Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like a comedy. This is, yep. This is like a horror movie. Totally. And no, maybe... Not very no... heroic. No. <laughs> maybe there's... Not much surprise that this is going to be a horror movie because they picked Sam Raimi to direct this. Uh, yeah, so the, not the not the Sam Raimi who direct. Well, it is the same Sam Raimi who directed Spider Man One and Spider Man Two, uh-huh. but they clearly pegged him to direct it as a horror movie. Yeah. So if you've ever seen a Spider uh, a Sam Raimi movie that's not Spider Man One, Two, or Three, yep, uh, they almost always have zombies. Yep. Um, and there's kind of crazy action, lots of sort of gross exploding of heads or yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So it's, there's a very, I don't want to say it's formulaic, but it's very, it's kind of like Scorsese is going to have mob people beat the crap out of somebody, right? right? Um, Sam Raimi is going to have zombies do gross things. Well, so... Have you seen the Evil Dead trilogy? This is I have seen of it. Okay, so I, I, <laughs> I I've watched these movies. Uh, big fan. Uh, the third in that series, Army of Darkness, is one of my favorite movies in college. So let me go over some of the similarities from this. So let we start with Evil Dead One. We actually don't mm-hmm. talk about that because it's so bad that they made Evil Dead Two, which is just a remake of Evil Dead One. <laughs> so you don't have to watch it. Yet it's still called Evil Dead Two. Uh-huh. In this, the hero, um, Ash, played by Bruce Campbell, a longtime Sam Raimi collaborator, mm-hmm. uh, and his girlfriend are in a cabin. They discover the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon, hmm, a magic book, which has a lot of power in it. Lots of bad things, horrific things happen because they don't realize what they have. Uh, bad magic, his girlfriend ends up dying. At the end, 
he's supposed to say these magic words and he kind of screws up and uh it's more of a horror comedy and then uh he's sucked into a portal which leads into uh army of darkness so he's in the Mm -hmm. he's in the past there uh they're they're saying oh we're in this village and these these zombies keep attacking us so he goes to try to uh help them oh by the way as it turns out during the course of evil dead 2 he gets an extra eyeball which grows on his hand okay uh that's a bad thing didn't he also have like a like a, like a chainsaw for an arm well I'll, I'll go over why there's a chainsaw for an arm so he goes to the cabin to try to dispose of the necronomicon chops off the hand because this is uh the only way to get rid of that evil eye on it and then that's he right. replaces the hand with the chainsaw uh it's fortunate you know. those are compatible yes <laughs> figures it out uh during the course of this he finds an evil mirror an evil mirror version of himself comes out he has to chop that up and he buries it where it becomes zombie like and by the way that is the big villain that he's fighting at the end of army of darkness so very similar things going on here yeah i will say you know if we're going to talk about the positives there's lots of positives oh yeah totally um one of the positives is this doesn't look like any of the MCU. No. Like one of the criticisms constantly of the MCU is, oh, all the movies look so much alike, right? They're all, they all have the same tone. They all have the same color patterns. They all have the same, you know, uh, visual stimulation and CGI look and everything like that. This doesn't look like anything that we've seen. No. No, it looks like a high-end horror movie, which is pretty cool. And it, and it, it's as much a sequel to WandaVision mm-hmm. as it is a sequel to Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange. Like, like there's very little that connects this to the other Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, yeah. Other than the the uh, fact that it's Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one person I mentioned, Bruce Campbell. He is the hot dog vendor that you see in this. Movie. It's actually Pizza Ball. Vendor. Oh, Pizza Ball, that's right. Pizza Ball vendor from Universe 838. Yeah. Because uh, 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 America's like, oh, the first thing you need to do when you get to an alternate universe is like find food. Yeah. And most food across universes are free. Of course, Bruce Campbell tries to uh, charge her for whatever food that she buys or takes. Uh, and then Dr. Strange like forces him to continue to punch himself in the face. Yes. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, Bruce Campbell had a couple of, I think he had a couple of cameos in the original Spider-Man trilogy. Yep. Uh, almost always humorous. Yeah. Didn't Sam Raimi also do like the old Hercules? He, um, yeah, he's connected with that Hercules yeah, Xenoworld. Yeah, yeah, so like Hercules and Xeno, the warrior princess, I think he was like executive producer. Of the yeah, movie. yeah. And that's, that's like a lot of the campy feel. He's really good at camp. So it's not just strictly horror, but it's like humor camp. And he knows it's how to being, ride that line. And, and, I, and I will say this movie is able to sort of really kind of thread the needle of having some sort of gross and end of the world type stuff go on, but then maintaining a level of hilarity throughout the humor. Yeah, right. So he's able to do that. So... Um, so 838. So we get this, we, we go into this universe where most of the action happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we learn from the, that version of uh, uh, Christine, uh, Dr. Strange's paramour, mm-hmm. that this universe is universe 818 and that uh, Dr. Strange's universe is 616. Right. 
who the heck would name their own universe 838? Yeah, it, maybe it's like the zip code. <laughs> I don't know. Why would you start? Start with like, one. Why would you start? Yeah, start with one. Like if you and I were finding universes in a, like a telescope or something, like we were doing like, oh, we found another universe. That other universe that we found would be two. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this one would be one. So I guess to maybe be we fair, would call it prime. Prime. I, I think that's what DC does. Like the the regular universe is Earth Prime, prime. and then everything else yeah. is different. To be fair, the Marvel Comics universe does start with six one six. It does, and it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't with start that. with one. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just I wonder if it's just like we want to make this more complicated, so we're going to give ourselves a big number. It's more plausible that they didn't start with one. Like, oh, of course it's not number one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, during this uh, uh, foray into H V eight, we learned that this uh, this the Illuminati defeated Thanos with the help of the Book of the Shanti. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, our our strange team can miss that one. Huh? I think so. And all the many possibilities doesn't seem like maybe there he is no Vishanti. 14, he went through fourteen what trillion options or something like that. Right, but those are the options within. He changes time. He doesn't jump universes, right? Yeah, but I mean, wasn't isn't there? But we learned from Wong that there is a book of Vishanti. Right. Or so, Vishanti. Yeah, Vishanti. yeah. That was a nineteen nineties R D Oh, that would be cool too. That would also be a really good book. Yeah. Um, but, but the book of Vajanti, yeah, I think, uh, Dr. Strange just probably didn't go through enough options. Yeah. You need to run that longer. Yeah. Um, because you know, that probably would have been a, maybe, maybe we could have saved, uh, you know, Iron Man, hmm. Black Widow. You ever think well, of that? Yeah. I know that's, that's a big miss. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, next one. Yeah. This 838 universe, they're supposed to be so smart. They've got all the smart people. They have made this Illuminati. Yeah, so we need to go through all of them. We've got, we've got Professor X. We've got Black Bolt. We've got Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, played by yep. uh, Jim from The Office. Yep. You got, you got your Captain Marvel, yeah. right? And then you you've got, got a, Captain Marvel, and you've got a Captain America. Captain Carter. Yeah. Captain Carter, which is great. So, um, and they, they make it a big thing that like, oh yeah, we're not worried about your witch. We're worried about you because like, in our universe, this was the big, how do they not know that the Scarlet Witch would be super powerful? Yeah. That seems like that's, that just happens, right? Yeah. And apparently she's just living in suburbia with her kids. Yeah. She's just hanging out. She's chilling. Now, does she, I mean, I'm assuming in this version, she's also got power. I think you see that, like at the end of the movie, because she's she, able to do the power stuff. Yeah, yeah, she flies away. She's like, "Oh, I'm in this weird universe." All right, it's just I thought she was gonna just be stuck there. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, not a problem. So obviously has some powers. It's, this feels like a big miss, but just like how Doctor Strange missed the Book of Ashanti, mm-hmm. uh, these eight three eight guys they totally dropped the ball here. Ashanti, yeah, um, I like the Book of Ashanti better. Uh, yeah, so you point out maybe it's because of no vision. Yeah, that's the so big difference. She just creates her own kids with magic, but then maybe there's no vision in this one. Because we, well, also, we also apparently have Ultron that doesn't yes. go bad. Yeah, the Illuminati's full of Ultrons walking around yeah. just being good Ultrons. So, and Vision, both in the MCU as well as during like the original comic run, Ultron is sort of a, I mean, Vision is a product of Ultron. Right. So, yeah. That doesn't happen. And also, you notice in the pictures that the 
the 838 uh, Wanda, there, there's no husband that shows pictures of her on her birthday. There's never a, a partner in there at all. Yeah. So, so either these are kids that she just magically makes or the, the husband's out of the coat. The, yeah. The, the father's out of the picture. Right. Um, we also don't get a Tony Stark or even a reference to Tony Stark in any of these universes. Yeah. Given how important he was for 616, I, I think that's curious. Yep, clearly it's like another nodal difference in the universes. And yeah. Unclear what, why. Uh, they're Mr. Fantastic, right? He flat out tells her the source of Black Bolt's power. Yeah, all he has to do is open his mouth and say something. So she just give, takes away his mouth. Yeah, that seemed, that's really bad tactics for the smartest also, man. Also, maybe, maybe the grossest sort of... Uh, yeah, killing, you know, because like he just tries to say something with his mouth closed and it like just pops his brain. Yeah, uh, bad tactic, uh, Black Bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no Tom Cruise. Yeah, despite so there, all the rumors. Been, yeah, there have been rumors for for months and if not years that that Tom Cruise was going to uh, have a cameo as an alternate version of uh, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Stark. Um, there was something released earlier this week that there um, that Daniel Craig was cast okay. as an alternate version to be in the Illuminati as an as like an alternate version of Balder the Brave. Okay. Some people were saying that it was going to be he was going to be Mister Fantastic, but no, he's he like Balder the Brave. But he pulled out because of like COVID concerns or something. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you know who didn't pull out? Patrick Stewart. Yep. Got our Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Sleeping Stewart um, plays Xavier again for the seventy fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, he can't be the Xavier going forward. He is he is eighty years old. Let the man rest. Let the man rest. Um, <laughs> He's still uh, in a TV show now. You know that? Yes. Is what is it? it's it's Picard, right? It's Picard. Yeah. That, so they, he only has two roles. Right. Which is which is so sad because he's one of the great actors of all time. Yeah, you know, like his his King Lear is amazing, but uh, he's he's well known to be Captain Picard and Charles Xavier. Pretty big roles. Yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't think he needs to be in the MCU anymore. I think he's he's done everything he needs to do. I kind of hope he's done. Yeah, they need to, and I also hope they don't like just say, "Oh, okay, so we're opening everything up. We're going to put." James McAvoy. I feel like let's do something different with the character. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do. Let's. We don't need to have fifty-five-year-old Hugh Jackman go out there and 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 buff himself up because we know he can. Yeah. Uh, and play Wolverine. Let's uh, do something different. I also think let let poor Hugh Jackman do it very clearly now. Hugh Jackman's doing a revival of the the Music Man. Yeah. I think that's actually more of his roots. Like he he oh, wants yeah. to be staged in theater. Yeah, he was in Oklahoma. It was great. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, Greatest Showman. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he did Les Mis. Let yeah. Let Hugh Jackman sing all the things, and uh, he got the the fame that he needed from putting mm-hmm. on the the hair and claws. He's he's done. He's done his time. It's yeah. awesome movies. Yeah. One day more. Right. Anyhow, um, uh, I did like, however, when Professor X got introduced, that you had the. Uh, the, the X-Men theme music kind of yeah. play over the, the score. Uh, they did the same thing with Wanda, with the, the WandaVision theme. And she was yeah. 
I missed that. I'm going to have to see that again to, yeah. to hear the, the riff. It was a tool they did. They did it in Endgame mm. when they had like, when, when, a, when a character would have a big moment, uh, they would play like the Captain America music over the Captain America parts. They did it with Ant-Man when Ant-Man and the Wasp were, they had like a little bit of an Ant-Man score. Any nice. of the good scores that they've done, some of the crappy scores, you know, they kind of missed the path. Yeah, they're like, ah, no one remembers this. <laughs> All right, so when we're leaving the theater, I saw this movie with my kids. Like, the, mm-hmm. Oddly enough, this is one of the few that they, they both wanted to see. Uh, okay. The youngest one goes like, oh, go with having a third eye, then you could see more. And the older one's like, well, you can only see like two extra inches up top. And then they spent a lot of time debating what glasses would be with three eyes. <laughs> if you'd have to go with contacts, can you get an odd number of contacts? Well, you certainly could. I mean, you, you could do it. Um, you just have to, you, you have to hope that if you needed like, corrective vision, which you and I both have, yes. um, that you would, you would have, you know, similar prescriptions for every one of them. Oh, that third eye is not as well developed, right? It just grew. So it's probably different prescription. A third, a third eye right on your forehead does nothing for you. That sucks. That's, yeah. <laughs> Slightly you know, taller. Want, yeah. What you'd want is an eye like on the side of your head yeah, or in the back of your head. Literally in the back of your head. That's, that's because, what people talk about. Like if you think about like, so if you think about like a deer or a fish, right? Mm-hmm. They have eyes on the sides of their head and their, their field of vision is much, much bigger. That's oh, great. You can see all these right? sorts of things. What they don't have is depth perception. Right. Well, that's too in bad. The same, in the same way. Yeah. Because we have, you know, binocular vision. So I don't think that trinocular vision would actually help them, help hmm. uh, anyone at all. But, but Shane, open your third eye. <laughs> you will realize all the conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, well, that's a good op- observation. Uh, so also, my kids, they still like Wanda. Even though she was evil, big fans of the, the TV show. And uh, I think this is why you need to have a villain that you've seen before, right? I think it's good to have villains that cross over multiple movies. And it's, it's, a, it's a shame that for, I think the first 10 years, with the exception of Loki, which is like mm-hmm. a character that they're, they're still trotting out there, right? Yep. Um, they, they, they had the, the approach of, oh, we have to have this conclusion for this character. Yeah, right? no need, don't do that. And, and like, so they they killed off everybody, um, you know, one of the beauties of uh, uh, like the comics is they don't kill off villains. Yeah. They end up, you know, a villain falls off a cliff or a villain is arrested and they're put into jail and then they escape and then yep. they do this and that. It's like, you don't need to kill characters off. Let's have them, let's have them live. They can do bad things and come back and do more bad things. Yep. That, that is the way to go. Or in this particular and, case, she didn't, well, she did do bad things, but she didn't, she wasn't a true villain at the end of WandaVision, right? She's right. done some pretty, pretty darn bad things, mm-hmm. but uh, well, this is the movie she, where she, she takes the, the heel turn for sure. Yeah. And that leads us right into our dadification. So mm-hmm. Wanda is evil. Oh yeah. Now she's so evil. And, and she might be unredeemable, but um, her arc is clearly the arc of a, you know, this is how a villain became like a supervillain. Um, uh, if she comes back what do you think and, and I don't think there's any question that she'll come back at some point what do you think her role would be I hope 
if it, she comes back, they let her still be a villain, but maybe a villain they need to go to. Like, she's like, all right, you can't touch me because I'm too powerful. So you're not going to kill me or imprison me. Yeah. Uh, she's like the, the Hannibal Lecter in prison. Sure. Like every now and then there's some big threat. Like, well, I shouldn't go out and help you because we've seen how that happens. But uh, she could be so like a, a mentor. One figure. thing that they've able, been able to do with Wanda over the years in the comics, because she's done some pretty awful things in the comics too. Yeah. Um, she has always been sort of a classic X-Men villain. Right. But then an Avenger. Yes. So like the, the Avengers <clears throat> always kind of support her and are there for her and her friends and all that stuff. But the X-Men never trust her. So it's always a little awkward when like, like, rogue is a is a uh an avenger for a while and she's just like oh i'm not working with her yeah <laughs> forget her yeah <laughs> yeah so i wonder you know as they introduce the x-men into the mcu which we all think they can do at some point i wonder if they reverse it like maybe she becomes persona non grata for the avengers but she becomes uh an x-men like, yeah. like something like that that would be cool. It, it leads to more dramatic possibilities. So yeah. we're... If she's able to play both sides of it, because like, yeah. I don't think that her power, her power needs to be used for good. And I think yeah. she even recognizes that. But. Um, so, like I mentioned, Jim from the office. Yep. Uh, is John Krasinski uh, is Reed Richards in in, in uh, Universe Eight Three Eight again. Um, do we think going forward he is Reed Richards in our MCU? Like it's going to be the same actor? I, I'm going to put the odds as more favorable than not. It's probably like a 75% chance. Now there's always potentially some contractual things, but now that they've set him up, uh, maybe to half gauge the fan reaction. Mm-hmm. So, so, they, so, so uh, you know, the Fantastic Four is on their docket mm-hmm. it's in the you know what's the things they had originally had a director uh john watts who directed uh the spider-man trilogy, yeah um to do fantastic four he has pulled out of it mm. for perfectly reasonable reasons uh he's exhausted he did like yeah. three movies in like six years and they're all these huge right. amazingly large action mcu movies so just like the Russo, Russo brothers sort of did the two Captain America movies and then the two Avengers movies back to back. Yeah. It's like they pulled out and was like, okay, guys, we're done. Yeah. And we're two guys. So yeah. this guy's just one. So I think his, his, his just like, okay, I want to take a break, actually see my family, that kind of thing. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it is on their docket. Um, I can't imagine knowing what we know about the history of John Krasinski and the MCU. Like he was like the finalist with Chris Evans to be Captain America. Yeah. Uh, back ten years ago now, um, I can't imagine them just having him come and do this one thing and then get split apart like spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, because that would be awful. That that would be awful. <laughs> Hopefully, there's more. Uh, so here's the thing. So that does that mean Emily Blunt is going to be uh, Mrs. Invisible, like? Uh... Sue, Sue Richards. So wasn't Emily Blunt the original uh, uh, Black Widow? I think she was. She yeah. was originally cast as Black Widow. Had to pull out for something. Yeah, some uh, and then and then some other movie. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, was a, some other movie. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Well, I, I think it goes even further. It was like, it was Scarlett Johansson. Then, then it became Emily Blunt. And then it goes back to Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. It was like that. Okay. There's like a really long casting story there. Mm-hmm. To the point yeah. where like Scarlett Johansson had like dyed her hair. And then they're like, oh, wait, sorry. It's Emily Blunt. And she was ticked off. And they're like, oh, wait, no, come back. And tens of millions of dollars later. Yeah. I think everyone's happy. Everyone is fine. Yeah. Everybody's okay. Um, so yeah, that would, that would be an interesting thing too. Emily Blunt. I don't know, can Emily want to pull off blonde hair? I mean, I guess you don't need to be blonde. Yeah, whatever. Sue Richards, but, um, hey, it, all they have to do is be better Sue than Storm. Sue, Sue Storm. Storm. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah, she once they're married. Her. Yeah. She oh, that's right. Right. Johnny Storm, Sue Storm. Is that right? Mm, I think it's really all they have to do is be better than the previous two or three Fantastic Four movies. Which is not hard. Yeah. It's not hard. Um, speaking of really terrible things, uh, the same guy that was in the Terrible and Human show, which I don't even think got a full season no. on Fox. I think they did like they aired like eight episodes, and they were just like nobody's watching this. This is awful. Yeah, uh, he was the Black Bolt. Now, um, they don't introduce Black Bolt the same way that you, you, they didn't call him Black Bolt. They called him some other, yeah, um, the Keeper of the Terrigen Mists, and they give him the wrong name, which is probably his formal name in the comics, but no one called him that. Yeah. But it's the same actor. Now, I think in that show, he didn't wear the, the ridiculous costume. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't see a second of that show. I, there's no need. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same actor. Okay. Um, I can't imagine that, that he stays on to play if they ever go to Black Bolt as an inhuman kind of thing. Yeah. If, if they, if, yeah, they, they're going to recast that. The That's inhumans is a really hard thing to sort of bring into the MCU. Now, they're doing it, though. Technically speaking, I guess Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan, is in fact an inhuman. Right, but do we know that they're going to go with that origin story? Right, they've already changed right. some stuff up. They have already changed her powers. Yeah, because um, her powers are very similar to Reed Richards, to be honest. But yeah. um, uh, but I think there was some sort of mist that turns her. I think that's how she gets it. Yeah, she like. Yeah, but the whole origin of the Inhumans living on half like the dark side of the moon all that weird shit i mean they're not going to do that right no and i mean i i know that they don't really care about agents of shield but they they really went they basically use inhumans as a substitute for mutants in yeah. <laughs> agents of shield already yeah um so of all these came- cameos which ones do we think are gonna like we're gonna see again in the mcu all right so, so i definitely think we're gonna get a fantastic four right so Probably the highest, the highest probability is Krasinski. Um, you know, the, the other, the alt Captain Marvel, that's a possibility because uh, there yeah, is the, the Marvels. No, yeah. no not, not Captain, not uh, Captain America. Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, the, in that version, it looks like Monica Rambeau becomes Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that happening in the Marvels. Maybe. Universe uh, if they open if they open up the, the, the multiverse in that film where you've got Captain Marvel, you've got uh, Monica Rambeau and then Maria Rambeau. Right. Uh, and then Kamala Khan, you could certainly have an, another Captain Marvel in there. Yeah, why not? Um, uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna get Patrick Stewart. Nah. Um, I could I could actually see them um, bringing in Captain Carter again too. Yeah. Um, that was surprising to me. I was sure that was going to be a one-off for the uh, for the what if show. Yeah, 
Yeah, I could see them. And what I could see them doing is a, a little bit what they did with uh, Black Widow and just maybe have her like do an old timey like alternate verse, alternate universe where she's, you know, fighting communists or fighting, you know, the Viet Cong or, you know, sure. just go to a different era and fight somebody else and, and, and just kind of have that sort of be the, the story. Yeah, no, I think the, the past history version, that's, that's just a lot of fun. So I think that's that's where they go with that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Black Bolt guy is not coming back. I would I I actually I, I wouldn't be surprised if we never see Black Bolt again. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised we saw him here in the first place, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like, because it was such a weird inclusion. I'm surprised they didn't go with like a an Asgardian or um like another like an alternate version of Hank Pink Pym an Ant-Man or an Iron Man or something like that. You could have done something different. I'm surprised Black Bolt, like, like they couldn't have possibly been, gosh, I just don't know if we're going to have enough characters to pull from, right? <laughs> like they, you could have done something different. Now I know that traditionally in the Illuminati in the comics that, that you know, it is, it's a, the only one we were missing, I think was, uh, was Iron Man actually. Yeah. I, I have no idea why they went with Black Bolt. Like, I can't imagine. There's, there's zero Inhumans fans out there that was just demanding this to happen. Yeah, it was, uh, it was peculiar to mm. say the least. All right, you got your, uh, your Clea. Yeah, Clea. So this is, I guess she's some magician, sorcerer, lady. It's kind of human, but not quite. Yeah, and, and she's these... going to be in a further, a future. Doctor Strange. Yeah, her these weird mystical beings are of the nature that her mother is the sister of Dormammu, uh huh, which is why she's the niece. And apparently, because of that connection, and sometimes sometimes Dormammu is like good, and also in th things is you know married to Doctor Strange in, in some mm -hmm. versions. Interesting, weird. Uh, We'll see. <laughs> that's 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 actually absolutely right. And I feel like so. I wonder, and we talked about it. You know, this movie, this movie sort of clocking in at a, at a at a brisk two hours. I wonder if it needed the way they've been telling stories about just like it really sort of talked about character. And when you think about Wandavision, you think about the most recent Spider-Man movie, Shang Chi. These really, there's these are these are stories that are developing characters mm -hmm. um, over the course of your movie. I really feel like they missed out on on that with like I don't Doctor Strange. Nothing else happened that with that character. Yeah, that really shows any sort of growth. Yeah, character. and maybe that's that, where that we're getting be, to. That would be my real the takeaway, right? That, maybe this is why it's a seven point five instead of like a higher thing. Like yeah. I think all the pieces really work. It's very entertaining. Oh yeah. Funny, got that camp, got that horse. And it's similar to those, you know, Army of Darkness. Like that's a fun movie. I, I really enjoy, I watched it a lot. I'm not going to say it's a masterclass in character development by any sure. means. And uh, I think that's why people can enjoy this. It's fine. But, you know, the, at the end of the day, like the, the lesson of the movie is telegraphed right in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Where, and they, yeah. they make it as... <laughs> They hit it kill over America. your head with the <laughs> don't kill America. That's don't, your character. Don't kill America. Literally, don't kill America is the lesson. 
you, you um, have to have the knife in your hand. Like, oh, yeah. maybe I won't. And that'll be the lesson. I learned. Yeah. And they borrowed, like, all, the interesting character development was Wanda. And they borrowed mm-hmm. that from Wanda. Yeah, you, got, you already got that. So, like, the fun part there was done really well yeah. over the course of that series. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but yeah, I think seven and a half, maybe eight. Uh, I mean, if you, because it was really fun, pretty. You got some really good. I think it was well acted. I really yeah. liked. No, it's it's good. Cumberbatch it's, was good. Yeah, yeah. It was just like I just he didn't he didn't really grow like like it was like don't use dark magic is some sort of message, but then he uses dark magic. Yeah. Oh, okay. You do whatever you want. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> as a contrast, and I know you haven't seen it yet. Um, there's another movie about the multiverse called <laughs> Everything Everywhere All at Once. That movie is a lot of fun also. It has a lot of cool action, a lot of multi-universal stuff, but very surprisingly does go into a lot of character development and has a message at the end that is not what I expected going into it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you know, there are ways to do things with the format. Right. All right. Well, um, we recommend it. We did it, yes. Please see it uh, if you haven't yeah, seen it. Well, fun. first of all, if you, if you haven't seen it, why did you listen to this? Why did you listen to this whole thing? I told you in the beginning. Yeah. Stop. Pause. Go see it. Come back. Listen. So everybody, I'm assuming you did that. Um, great. Good on you. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, No Way Home. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Endgame. It wasn't Shang Chi. Yeah. Uh, it was way better than The Eternals in terms of oh, what yeah. they've done. It's probably equivalent. I mean, completely different movie, but Black Widow kind of at the same level. Yeah, no, it's very solid. I think a lot. I, to be fair, because of the difference in tone and everything, I could see some people finding this to be their favorite. Right. Yes. It, it's the yes, only movie that's unique. like this. Yeah. Because it's unique. It's it's very unique. It could be. It could have been a standalone, despite the fact that it pulled all of its significant character development from other. Yeah. Other so this, this this is one of those things. If this is your jam. Well, you've already seen it. Is my, yeah. my thoughts. Yeah. So, but anyway, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Shane.